0: what's going on welcome back to another podcast as always i apologize for any noises in the background in advance or anything of that nature so in today's podcast and as always i like to start these off by saying i apologize for anything that's really sharp when i speak or if i'm mumbling and you can't understand me So anyways let's get right into this. I'd like to start these off with a disclaimer by saying that these are for entertainment purposes only and to always do your own research, to come to your own conclusions, and I believe in your ability to be your own person. So with that being said, I'm a little bit sick right now and I realized that I didn't upload this past Friday and Thursday. Which I'll probably make up by uploading Saturday and Sunday. But I'm just kind of getting adjusted into my new lifestyle. So, you know, bear with me. And in today's podcast, I just want to talk about the last couple of days that I've been having. And what I've learned in the past couple of days. So... Not just in the past couple of days, but this past month and reflecting back on all of May and how May was for me. I kind of realized that in these podcasts, I don't really get very personal. And I don't really get very personal in the sense to share my troubles, if that makes sense. Like, if I have a bad day, I don't feel the need to share it. And I realize that sometimes it's okay to do that and you know to do it in moderation because everything is good in moderation. So that's why I want to reflect on the whole month of May and just basically what I've learned and what I've taken away from all of May. So if you don't know, I am a Taurus, a very, you know, the very last day of Taurus season. My birthday is May 20th, and so for my birthday, I wanted to take a trip, and I took a trip to go see one of my childhood friends who lives in California, and my family also, like I have a lot of family that lives in California, so I stayed with my family, and of course when you're with family, all you do is catch up, and they ask you about how your life is, and your plans, and your goals, and all the things, and because I'm young, you know, they have a tendency to do that a lot, and to make sure that you have a plan, and, you know, just try to take care of you in the best way that family knows how to do that, but anyway, so I went to California, I had, you know, an experience with a couple of, not blood family, but uh, family friends. Who, you know, wanted to give their input into my life. And when I say input, I mean like, try to tell me what I should and shouldn't be doing. And then when I came back from my trip, or I came back from my vacation after my birthday, um, my dad drove me to where I'm staying. And we also had the same conversation that I had with these two other people. I had it with him. Which was very, very hard for me. Just because I come across as someone who's really secure in knowing what they want. And I, for, you know, the most part, I do know what I want. And I'm very stubborn about what I want. But there's still a piece of me. That worries that what I'm doing isn't gonna work out just because you never know like security is very unreal for most people, and I've always been somebody who's lived in fight or flight and or in survival mode just because my family's low income, and so you know people who are born in survival mode, they only can teach survival mode so. I think a lot of my worries shouldn't necessarily be worries just because I know that I will always have my back in the sense of finances and my mom, you know, has taught me a lot about loving people unconditionally and she is very supportive in everything that I do, even if it's not, you know, super, super open emotionally. And so I kind of trust that wherever my life takes me, I'll be okay. Like if I don't have the greatest job at the time or if, you know, I'm 30 and I still live with my parents, that's okay too. And so I have gotten to this point in my life where obviously it still affects me to a certain point that... These people think that what I'm doing right now isn't the right thing for me or isn't the right thing for life. Because it's not necessarily that they're seeing it through my life or my lens. It's that they're seeing it through the life's lens, right? The general aspect. And generally speaking, what you should do is get a really good job so that you can buy you know, a house with a white picket fence and start a family, right? That's the general vision for somebody my age so i can understand where they're coming from all of these people who've had a conversation with me about how i'm not on the right path and the stubborn part of me really wants to you know say well you don't know me and you don't know what i want to do with my life and this and that But also the part of me that takes everything as a teaching wants to say, oh, but they're right. I don't know what I'm doing. And it's scary to not know what I'm doing because you need to have a plan. And everybody tells me I need to have a plan. So obviously I should have a plan. And I have like a clashing of my duality. Like I have a clashing of do I know what I'm doing? Yeah, I do know what I'm doing, but do I know what I'm doing? And not that that's necessarily a bad thing, but it puts me in positions in my life where sometimes I don't feel like what I'm doing is the best thing for me. And sometimes I feel like, you know what, this is exactly where I should be. And I think the the way that... I remind myself to be very secure with my decisions is that free will is kind of an illusion if you think about it because your life is already scripted in the ether it's already written in the stars it's already being played out so me just experiencing this this literal lifetime I'm just here temporarily and I'm here to feel all the good and the bad and so I should just enjoy the ride and live for all of the feelings that come up. And not not in the sense that live for right now, like YOLO. Not really in that sense, but more in a sense of like... I should live because one day I won't be this person anymore. I won't be Jackie and I look at Jackie as somebody who's very special and I think everybody looks at themselves in a very special way or we wouldn't be afraid to die so I think there's a lot of a lot of freeing ideas that I've learned this month through a lot of rocky conversations because obviously I'm human and I can only do so much about my feelings so which you know includes Trying to tame the beast within, which is very hard, especially if you're young and very immature. Like, I'm still growing, so I have to cut myself some slack because I'm still growing. And I can't have this rigid way of trying to get myself to be perfect because I realized that me trying to be perfect was actually an insecurity of fearing imperfection like fearing the judgment that is cast upon me by other people by wanting to be perfect which i realized you know is for me in my my life it's not a good thing because i don't need to be perfect i just need to be real if that makes sense like one day You know, one day I'll be able to start this podcast and it be the perfect intro. But for now, I'm still learning. I'm still growing. And so I have the room and the ability to not be perfect because I'll get there eventually. And I don't need to try to be perfect every single time, which obviously it's a really good thing to strive for, right? Like it's a good thing to strive for better right that's why people want to be perfect because they want to be better but for me it's kind of like a an obsessive way of existence and like a very rigid way of existence for me in my personal experience just cuz like if i want something to be perfect i will beat myself up versus encourage myself to be perfect if that makes sense like certain people they encourage themselves to be perfect and that's a really good thing but for me I'm one of those people that's will say okay this is my idea of perfection and if I'm not here by the end of this week I'm a complete utter failure like that's my my personality's kind of just mean in a sense and I'm kind of mean to myself in that way and so I kind of realize that I need to let go a little bit like I need to let myself be imperfect so that I'm less mean to myself so I'm less critical of myself so that I have less of the need to judge myself because you know if I'm judging myself that doesn't allow room for improvement it only allows room for negativity and you know I have to have a balance of things so what I've learned in voting school I don't know if you guys watch Spongebob But he has to write this paper and he's like, what I learned in boating school was, but he can't, you know, remember what he learned in boating school. So it's just that forever. And I love Spongebob. So, you know, I always bring up references and I'm like, what if you don't know what I'm talking about? Anyways, what I learned in boating school, aka what I learned this past month is to learn to be more compassionate to myself and not only to be compassionate with myself but to be patient with myself and I'm pretty patient with myself so it's kind of more spreading it to the other people like the other people in my reality like for example me and my dad we bump heads just because he's a Leo and my moon is a Leo and so we just always think we're right when we you know have conversations with each other and You know, I kind of recognized that while we were having the conversation that we were having about how I'm not on the right track and that I'm not doing what I need to be doing or what I should be doing. And I think it says a lot about how much I've grown because I can't. Some part of me is like blown away that I was able to take something good from the conversation that really hurt my feelings. And I think there's something very eye-opening about myself that, like, I'm growing. And I'm not just saying I'm growing, I'm actually growing. And, you know, it's cool to see firsthand. You know, like, you can listen to music, but going to a live show is different. It's like a whole experience and i can say that i'm growing but actually experiencing that growth it does a lot for you like anybody really but it did a lot for me because i had a lot of patience for you know having a brutal conversation with my dad and not screaming back at him and not saying oh well you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong and instead just sitting there and letting him throw all of his anger at me and not throwing it back. Because, you know, I don't need to do that. And I don't want to do that. Because I want to love my dad for all that he is and all that I am, right? Like, I can't expect unconditional love if I'm not giving unconditional love. And unconditional love means when he yells at me, I sit there and I be patient with him because regardless, he's doing it because he cares. Even if it's not necessarily the right thing to do or the right way to do something. And, you know, there's really no true right way, right or wrong way. So, you know, I just have to accept what's being given. And I think that says another piece of my growth as a young person and a lot a lot of the time before may hit i was like you know what i feel like i'm maturing but my outside world doesn't really reflect that to be true like i still get upset and i still lash out at my parents when they tell me what to do and what not to do and i still roll my eyes when i have you know a confrontation with somebody who swears that they're right all the time. And having the same lesson be thrown at me, thrown at me, thrown at me, thrown at me. me, It kind of like finally clicked for me in May. Because I'm doing something in order to, you know, have fun. I'm going on vacation to have fun. And then being on vacation and being around these people who want, you know, to see me strive in life, having a confrontation with these people, I kind of was able to sit there and be like, you know, they just kind of care about me. And even if they don't care about me, it's not about what they're doing. It's about what the world wants, right? It's not really like when people talk to me, I don't really take it personally because I don't feel like most People, not to say everybody, but most people are not really present with themselves, if that makes sense. Like, most people are not reflecting on the bad parts of them. And most people aren't focused on the conversation that they're having with another person. And so when these individuals, you know, have confrontational messages for me. I kind of take it with a grain of salt, but obviously it still hurts my feelings. Like, I'm human, and I can only try so hard to be like, you know what, it's not real. Like, it's not me. And I think what I was trying to convey by saying that is that having these conversations during my birth month which is supposed to be something that's super fun and all these, you know, extra stuff. And having time and space to just sit down and be like, okay, I might not be exactly where I thought I was going to be, but that's okay, because I trust that in due time, I'll get where I want to be. And where I want to be is very specific to me, and I'll never have a bad experience, because all the bad experiences, quotation marks, bad, they're just lessons, and the world is kind of like a big mom, so when people talk to me, it's not really them speaking to me, it's my my mom speaking to me, right, the universe is speaking to me, unconditional love is speaking to me. So even when it's brutal and it's harsh and it's confrontational, it's because love is there. And sometimes love is thrown out the wrong ways. Like I remember being super, super passionate about being with somebody, right? Like when I was in relationships during school, I would throw... whole lot of passion, but passion is like a fire. It can't really be controlled. And because you want it to be controlled, it's harder to control it. So that's what I mean by sometimes, you know, people say things that are very mean or whatever the case might be for you. And it's not really, you know, what they're trying to convey. Like, when you're passionate about something, it's because you enjoy that. And why do you enjoy it? Because a piece of you loves that or loves something about that. And so I think when I was having these conversations, I was kind of recognizing that they're passionate. They're just really strong individuals and they have a lot of energy in them and maybe they're not using their energy the way that they wish to use it and so it gets thrown at me right because i'm somebody who's able to kind of transmute it like i'm able to take it and do something valuable with it and that's where i feel like this is you know why i say my mom right the universe is my big parent, my mom, my dad, both. It's both in one single organism. And my guides, you know, are there to just be another extension of that love, unconditional love. So, thinking that way really, really, really came through for me in this month of May. Just because I'm like, you know what? Life is continuously teaching you something. And if you really think about how the fact that we're all one entity, we're all one energy. There's really no reason for you to get so heated with anybody else. And I've always been one to not know how to control my anger until I let it consume me. And that's when I wanted to do something about it. Like, I've always been a a hothead and I'm stubborn. So not fighting these people back was a very huge, huge transformational move for me. And it's made me see that I actually am growing. And I actually am, you know, maybe not necessarily on the right track when it comes to what everybody wants for me. But I am on the right track for myself. And I am helping myself and I am, you know, growing as a a human. Like, as a human being, I'm learning how to manage the, you know, I don't want to say pain, but I guess suffering that we all experience. Because it's not just me. You feel me? Like, everybody has painful moments. And I might not be the wisest person, but... Every day my wisdom is gaining and improving. And I might not be the most mature person. But, you know, I'll I'll get there eventually. And it's not like, I don't know. Maturity is kind of overrated in my opinion. Like, being a kid is really your freedom. And expressing your true kid nature is your freedom. Like, your kid, your inner child is really always there like you never get away from it especially when you know you let the quotation marks the quotation marks bad parts of you be free that's your inner child doing whatever it pleases and you can't think that that inner child is wrong and for a long time i kind of looked at my inner child, or what my inner being wanted, and for a long time I thought I wanted maturity, but I realized life is way more fun when you have fun, and life is way more fun when you're playful, and when you do things with an open mind, like kids absorb information because their mind is open, not because of their age, well I guess it could contribute, obviously, but... Open-minded people learn something new every day versus somebody who's so rigid and closed-minded because they're like, no, I have to be this way. I have to be an adult. I have, you know, kids. I have this. I have that. But it doesn't mean you can't breathe. And for me, being immature is kind of like being free. It's kind of like, okay, I can let myself get away with having two waffles instead of one. Or... I can get away with eating cereal for lunch because you know what? I want to have fun today and I want to eat cereal. And for me, that's where I find my freedom. Like, I find my freedom in playfulness. And there's a balance, obviously. I'm not going to be a kid all the time. Can't be a kid and just say, okay, no bills for me. (laughs) No responsibilities for me because sometimes kids actually like responsibilities, right? Like, I know a lot of people who wanted a puppy growing up and that's a whole responsibility that's like having a kid so i think i've gotten to a really good place through all the things that i've experienced in may but not just in may obviously throughout my life but mainly in may because i've had a lot of crazy things thrown at me in the past month and kind of applying it to like i've learned I can't just have this information, I need to apply the information, which is exciting because, you know, you can read something all you want, but until you experience it, reading it doesn't really do the event or the idea justice. Anyways, I'm talking way too much and this has no point like, I'd just be rambling. So anyways, thank you for tuning in and tapping in to a can of heaven I upload, or at least I try to upload Monday through Friday. And yeah, I apologize for my voice. It's slowly going out. So yeah, I hope that you have a good day, good night, whenever you're listening, and I'll see you in the next one. Peace.